0: A friend of mine recently asked me to teach her hyphenation. The very idea of learning hyphenation struck me as funny because the more you know about hyphenation, the more you realize that it can't really fully be learned. But the people who want to learn about hyphenation really fall into two categories. People who want to be good hyphenators and people who want to be expert hyphenators. For the first group, hyphenation is actually pretty easy. You just follow a few basic guidelines. But the expert-level hyphenators don't just sit at their computers applying rules that they've learned and long known. Instead, in most cases, they have no choice but to look things up, again and again and again. There are just too many exceptions to the rules and exceptions to the exceptions for anyone to memorize. But no matter what level you aspire to, the best place to start is by dividing the discussion into three categories. Modifiers, nouns and verbs, and prefixes and suffixes. For modifiers, remember that whenever you're joining two or more words to describe another, you're creating a compound modifier. And the basic rule is that you should hyphenate a compound modifier before a noun whenever you think it can help prevent confusion, even momentary confusion. Here's a classic example. A man-eating lobster. Without the hyphen, it describes a human eating shellfish. With a hyphen, man-eating becomes an adjective that ends up describing a rather scary lobster. Most editors would also put hyphens in less blatant compounds like a meat-eating man, because unhyphenated the word meat followed by the word eating followed by the word man can be momentarily disorienting. Compounds like two-door car, chocolate-covered peanuts, and much-needed vacation are also usually hyphenated. The same is true for compounds with more than two words except they're even more likely to need hyphens to help readers keep them straight. So in an acid wash denim inspired sofa, all four of the words modifying sofa would be connected with hyphens to form a single compound modifier. Now there are a couple of important exceptions to this compound modifier rule. First, don't hyphenate compounds with ly adverbs. A happily married couple has no hyphen. Second, when the modifier comes after the verb, hyphens aren't as common. For example, whereas you'd hyphenate full-time in a full-time worker, you don't have to if you're writing she works full-time. In a full-time worker, the compound modifier full-time is placed before the noun worker. But in she works full-time, Full-time comes after the verb works. And in that case, it's often not hyphenated. But when the compound comes after the verb is or some other form of to be, you should probably keep the hyphen. The position is full-time. If you play with that one on paper, you'll see why that can help prevent confusion. So that was how to deal with modifiers. Our second category, verbs and nouns, is actually much easier, or much harder, depending on how you look at it. The bottom line is, some nouns and verbs have hyphens as part of their official spellings. And the only way to know which ones they are is to look them up. For example, a water skier has a hyphen in its spelling, even though the equipment itself, a water ski, does not. And it's also important to note, the dictionaries do disagree on which words have hyphens and which don't. Now, as for our final category, prefixes and suffixes, a very broad general rule is that they don't require hyphens. But style guides make plenty of exceptions. That's why you'll see co-worker sometimes written with a hyphen and sometimes not, because the rules often give editors choices. But here's a trick most people don't know. Say you want to combine office and wide to describe a policy it'd be an office-wide policy with a hyphen, right? Not so fast. Open a dictionary, and you'll see an entry for wide, but you'll see another for wide with a hyphen in front of it. That's how the dictionary indicates that this is a suffix in the second example. The rules for compound modifiers apply to whole words you're slapping together. But when a suffix already exists, You're no longer inventing the wheel here. Suffixes, which the dictionary describes as combining forms, have their own guidelines, and they usually require no hyphen. So you'd want to combine your suffix wide with your stem office in a way that gives you the one word office wide no hyphen. But before you do that, make sure the dictionary doesn't actually contain a separate entry for the whole word office wide because it could, and if it does, that trumps other rules. The bottom line for hyphenation is, for compound modifiers, hyphenate whenever you think it helps. For prefixes and suffixes, don't. And for nouns and verbs, look them up. Of course, if you need your hyphens to be letter-perfect, you have to look almost everything up, especially prefixes like co and ante and non. But if you make a mistake, it may not be so bad because even your reader probably doesn't know all there is to know about hyphens.